Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Today, let's talk about overhyped. Today, let's talk about overrated. Let's talk about a Lakers team with all of those weapons now backs against the wall. Let's talk about a college coach turned NBA mastermind who is now stepping out of his role in Boston. Today is about the overhyped. Joe Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. LeBron is on the verge of his worst playoff showing ever, his earliest exit, and Brad Stevens, basketball wonderkind, is now no longer an NBA head coach. Overhyped, the whole thing, the hysteria, the, LeBron's in LA, LeBron's in LA, and you're going to have one bubble championship to show for it, and Brad Stevens, who never had an ill word said about him, despite never winning anything, he's done, he's done, he's done, he's no longer a coach, and didn't win a thing, overhyped across the board, and that's how we get in to our Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, speaking of overhyped, Myself and Coquel, we know a thing or two about that. I am Ken Levicka. He is Coquel. He is wearing a wrestling championship belt on his head for reasons that I don't quite understand. We are coming to you from the Anajar Levine Accident Attorney Studios, Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the gorgeous Intracoastal. What are you doing? What? what? Why is that on your head? Because I am the champion and my brain is where I... Hold all of my champion information. I guess the, is, if this is what's going to happen uh, on, on a, a short week, coming off a three-day weekend, and you're already a complete disaster come uh, Wednesday, what is tomorrow going to look this like? Is what is Nick's Friday? rally cap. <laughs> That's your Nick's rally cap? This is the cap. Nick's rally cap. Oh, by cap. the way. Because they're going to get Dame tonight before the game. They're going to get Dame Dollar. Stephen A. mentioned him to the Knicks, so that'll okay. probably happen at, like, Maybe like one thirty when and we get off the air. Did I did I read it correctly that R.J. Barrett uh, guaranteed victory tonight? You mean R.J. Namath? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Broadway R.J. Broadway R.J. <laughs> that was so much better. <laughs> All right. Uh, so LeBron James. I, I mean, the Lakers get absolutely crapped on last night. I mean, the Suns completely obliterated them, and Phoenix is up three games to two in that Western Conference playoff series. And LeBron James walked off the floor. Like, legitimately, literally walked off the floor with five minutes left. Team with the Phoenix Suns is there goes LeBron walking off the floor with 5.40 to go. Naps to get treated. 5.30 to go. You heard Kevin Harlan on TNT last night. LeBron just, I'm out. See ya. I personally don't have much of a problem with that because after the game he said, hey, I need to go get treatment and we have a do or die, I buy it. I'm okay with it. Oh, stop. I'm the extra fine with 10 it. minutes of treatment, that's what he needed to get? Like, come on. You got to get there before your teammates do. Like, yeah, because they'd be like, oh, sorry, Kendra, uh, 
Pope is in the way. Whatever his name is. Caldwell Pope is in the way. Darius Caldwell Pope. Yeah, him. Uh, but I... Like, oh, KCP needs treatment. LeBron, get out of the tub. <laughs> I I crush LeBron for a lot of things. Mo Harkless is coming in. He, uh, <laughs> he strained his calf not playing. I am not going to crush LeBron for, one, not wanting to watch that nonsense. Uh, and also, for him having to get his body right. Because don't forget, his ankle will never be the same. That was his words. That's fine, and I, I'm fine with his ankle not being the same, but why leave then? He has to know that this is going to be the reaction. The only excuse for this is to say, all right, I don't want the attention to be on how bad my teammates are. I want it to be on me, but I don't even think he was doing that. I literally think he was just pouting. But I think that there's a discussion, to, and it might have been pouting, and I get it, and that is his MO. No, you, but you can't, not his MO. You just can't do it in that situation. You stick it out. I don't mind him not shaking hands. I don't mind with 45 seconds left. Five minutes and 40 seconds left. LeBron, I defend you all the time. <laughs> you have me here with a belt on my head because I don't know what else to do with myself. But there's a legitimate discussion to be had, though, about the Lakers, right? Like LeBron James is on the verge of going into three seasons with the Lakers, and the only winning they did was done in the Orlando bubble last year. Year he didn't have to face the elements of a no no road no crowd. no 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 what you can't do that you can't Why? spend last week Skip Bayless talking about how the heat uh the bubble it wasn't just a Shrek bubble it. how Shrek dare it. you say there was just a bubble accomplishment and it was a fraud and then say LeBron all you did was win in the no, bubble here's you the can't difference play it both ways you Here, cannot here's the difference here is the difference LeBron that old body was able to rest up for a month and a half, two months before the Lakers had to get back down to business for a title run. That was a massive advantage. For the Heat, it was an underdog story of a guy who had been disposed or, of, said he couldn't win, or, couldn't be a number or one. Or he could rest up because he looked pretty old and tired, Jimmy Butler. So it's the same story. Same story. You can't have it one way for the Heat and then bash LeBron. What are you talking about with Jimmy Butler? I have no idea what you're talking my about. My headphones fell off of my belt. You are a complete disaster. You can't have it both ways. Jimmy Butler, look, he didn't look tired and old to you? Because he carried the damn team what do you think to LeBron the Eastern Conference doing? Championship. What do you think LeBron does for his whole career? But that's what LeBron has been doing. That is, and, and trust me, LeBron will be the first person to tell you, ooh, I'm hurt. Ooh, I'm banged up. Ooh, that hurts. Ooh, it's been a lot of minutes that I've yeah, logged. Because he plays a lot. He's, there is no team. LeBron being sore is bad. But when he actually plays all his games, no one gives him credit for There was for no it. team that got a greater advantage. Maybe he should sit out every other night like Jimmy Butler. There was no team that got a greater advantage. How many games did Jimmy Butler there miss with the Heat? There was no team that had a greater advantage in the bubble than the Lakers because of the age of their superstar and the fragility of their number two superstar, their big man, Anthony Davis. And so now we're at a spot where LeBron, in year three, is down three games to two to the Phoenix Suns in a game where the Lakers were down 30-plus points last night. LeBron's walking off the floor with five and a half minutes left to go, and you can legitimately, I think, now ask the question, the LeBron Lakers, are they overhyped? He won a championship last year! You're not really asking that. You're in the not. most? He won a championship. How can you be overhyped and you're the reigning champion? He's still the reigning champion. And he's in the most conducive, in the most conducive environment for LeBron oh, oh, the bubble in his was career. So real. How dare you say that the Heat bubble run doesn't count? How dare you? The Heat's 
Rick if you Ron can't was see real, the difference, it was a legit organization. If you can't see the bubble, difference, I can't the help culture you. And the heat. There is no difference. You can't say the bubble helped one and then hold it against the other. Okay. You can't. Good. The NBA favorite who got two months to rest with their aging superstar Everyone and his creaky knees. Everyone got two knees, months to rest. They, Everyone did. Okay. And it benefited, again, the aged superstar more than any other team. Like, I don't see how and then you, you can turn around and say, the difference. But, but you probably won't say how this shortened season, the no rest didn't hurt the aged superstar this year. And maybe that's why they're playing the way they are. And then there's the Celtics. Oh, yeah, of course. Move on. Move on because I'm right. Go ahead. Move then on there's the, the Celtics. Brad Stevens, and I'm going to declare it, is the single most overhyped head coach in NBA history. This is a guy who had two magical, deep NCAA tournament runs with Butler, was a surprise hire by the Celtics, and outside of Boston, I can't find one single complaint, one single criticism. It's been Brad Stevens, mastermind, Brad Stevens, Genius, Brad Stevens, leader, year after year after year after year after year. Cocal, could you refresh my memory? How many how many Eastern Conference championships did um, did Brad Stevens win? I believe none. That's correct. He's never been to the finals. He's never won anything. No titles. No yes. titles. And now, word today that Danny Ainge is retiring as the president of basketball operations with the Boston Celtics. Speaking of overhyped, <laughs> Danny Ainge, he's up there too. Uh, good job getting Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett and teaming up with Paul Pierce, and all of that led to a single title. Oh, yeah, and don't forget 40,000 draft picks. Does he take them with him? Like, where do the Celtics <laughs> yeah, keep can he, can he cash those in for actual cash? Yeah, how do the draft picks work now like with King Danny Ainge? Is this like King Tut where he's going to get buried with the draft picks? <laughs> Uh, they're going to be in his sarcophagus in his basketball pyramid. Um, but uh, Brad Stevens now goes to the front office with ESPN. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that Brad Stevens was burned out from coaching from the bubble. And now he's no longer a coach. Just headed to the front office. Brad Stevens, how overhyped is he? Are the LeBron Lakers overhyped? Brad Stevens, is he the most overhyped coach that we've seen in sports. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Coquel vehemently disagrees that I think the LeBron Lakers are overhyped. Like, I, I definitely think that they're overhyped. I think that return on investment, fine. They got their bubble championship. But when well, we look back at the LeBron Lakers... When how can you? How can you with a straight face? Do you have any like self pride at all? Any self pride at all that you could with a straight face rip it for being a bubble? Do you have any listening comprehension? A at week, all? A week ago, you talked about how great the Heat's bubble run. It was. How dare everyone take away from that run because it was in the bubble? But now it's just a, a bubble championship for the Lakers. Coquel. you ha- you hear the hypocrisy, right? Coquel. he went out there to become a star. He went out there to be a visible presence, to be the face of the city and he of won Los them Angeles. A title. And the one time that he won a title, there was no way to celebrate. 
There was no way to have a parade. So that's there on was him. No you way. know what, LeBron? I'm how, not saying that's on him. How dare you let COVID happen, I'm LeBron. not saying that's on him, but the Lakers are not going to be able to ever maximize the LeBron experience because the one time they did win, it happened behind closed doors. That's not his fault, but that's how it ended up happening. So how in is his that a first failure year, on him? In his first year, they didn't make the postseason. In his second year, they're on the verge of getting bounced in the first round by 57 year old Chris Paul like that this is his third year I just said third no, you year. said a second year they were about to get bound they want a title and so you skipped over the title in year two okay I misspoke you skipped thank over you, the title thank you Oms Budsman I appreciate that I don't that. know who that is but I'm sure he's a nice guy either way they're about to get bounced in the first round what I'm saying is that the LeBron Lakers I consider them overhyped they have not produced what they brought him there <laughs> to produce. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The LeBron Lakers, can we call them overhyped? And Brad Stevens, most overhyped, most overrated coach that we've seen in sports. Who's in his neighborhood? Who is even in his pantheon? Like Brad Stevens, again, someone that every time you watched an ESPN broadcast or ABC, uh, Brad Stevens, premier coach. Brad Stevens in Sports Illustrated was ranked ahead of Eric Spolstra two years ago as a head coach in the NBA. Are you insane? I mean, that is that that to me is sacrilegious. That is is a travesty. And now Brad Stevens is just going to head to the front office. This is the same guy who, when the uh, coaching rumors came up at Duke, when Brad Stevens' name was mentioned, and at Indiana, he said, nope, I'm a proud masshole. I'm a proud Bostonian. I'm a proud New Englander. And now he's going to the front office. But he's staying in Boston. Now he doesn't want the pressure of the head coaching job. The weird job part anymore. with him also is he doesn't have an agent because he doesn't like agents, and now he's going to be a GM and work strictly with agents. Yeah. So that's not going to work out well. Usually you go into that role, you get hired that role because you have great connections with the agents. He doesn't even have one. So I don't know how that's going to work out. I am stunned that got this. Draft picks. Well, he's got a lot of draft picks, um, but the, the Celtics. I know they won the one championship with Pierce and Garnett. And uh, and Ray Allen, but like, that's it. Like, doesn't that leave you wanting a bit more? There should have been more there. I think the problem with the Celtics is you age again. Go back to all those first round draft picks, and everybody just waited every year. It's, oh, he's gonna cash him in for yeah. Superstar X. And then oh, no, no, wait. He waited. He's going to cash him in for Superstar Y. And let's not make oh, a mistake. Like, uh, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're good. They're talented. But is that championship caliber there? But they, so. they always had that the chips to go get the, right. the superstar to make those guys even better. Right. And they just didn't. They just didn't. They're just sitting there. I do like the fact that <laughs> those are going to go into Eric Ainge's like, burial tomb in his, uh, in his, his, his GM pyramid. I absolutely love that. You break the seal of his temple and there There's the draft picks sitting, sitting right, right next there. To Danny Ainge's just, body. Just right there. They're sparkling in the dark with the dust surrounding them. Um, you know what? What I think probably uh, precipitated this too is he fleeced the Nets. He sent Prokhorov all of those old dudes, and they got all of those draft picks. And then the Nets somehow survived that and have come back, and they're going to win an NBA championship. And it has there's to hurt the a Celtics. Bit. It has to hurt a little yeah. bit with Kyrie. With yeah, exactly. With Kyrie and the Celtics did absolutely nothing 
after getting rid of those guys and repopulating the roster. Like nothing. You're right. With Kyrie, right. The Kyrie he was the one prize the possession insult. they got. And Kyrie stepped on the mascot, yeah. which obviously upsets everybody. <laughs> uh, Kyrie, keep doing that. Uh, the Lakers, the LeBron Lakers, are they overhyped? Also, Brad Stevens, is he the most overrated coach? Forget just in the NBA, but in sports, period. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Man, you, I, I know you love LeBron, but it, you, you understand what I'm saying, I right? Don't, like, I don't you understand what I'm saying is that the Lakers, because the championship that they won with LeBron, it's going to end up being behind closed doors, and they will not have been Who able cares? to maximize that. So you're going to tell me if the Heat won the title last year, you'd be talking about the title this way? And you'd be like, oh, they but got But also understand the, no, no, the no, difference no. in circumstances. Well, why is it different? The Heat culture is the greatest thing in the history of the universe. It is. I mean, it's it's the best in the NBA. It, it? It's is Yeah, it, it absolutely I would take is. the Bucks culture right now. A, you had a team that was a five seed in the East come together and outmaneuver every other team to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Meanwhile, in the West, it's LeBron. The team the that Lakers has LeBron, are an eight seed, and you're ripping them. The team that has LeBron typically— I get it. You were on home team, so hypocrisy runs deep in you. Like, come on, man. you got to call it the same for both teams. The team— I don't rip other shows here on ESPN 163, first of all. Uh, the team that has the LeBron. The tonight? Oh, listen team, to that guy. The team that has LeBron typically in the last 11 years has been the team that has gone from that conference to the NBA Finals. And so last year when old man LeBron had two months to get his body right, it's no surprise. It's no great grand story that he was able to get his team into the Finals and take on the Heat. Are the LeBron Lakers overhyped? Brad Stevens, most overhyped coach in sports, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Jim is in Stewart. Jim, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys. Uh, so I definitely agree that Brad Stevens is overhyped. I'm going to give you two other names, too. Cool. Coach from the past in the NFL, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, young Mr. Eight and eight. Ma- yeah, right, and everybody wanted him and, you know, didn't do much. And then I'm going to say modern day – Let's go to the 10-year, $100 million man in John Gruden. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm the kid to get too many coaches worth $100 million. I think that is – he might be – I mean, he has a championship, but that was a long time ago. And uh, I think there is – he might be the NFL equivalent of Brad Stevens, still still active in the NFL. That's a great he one, He might Tim. be even worse because people have dolls with his face on it and stuff like that because of the whole Chucky thing. I'm telling you, like his personality, I think his personality has far outweighed his actual coaching acumen. The best coaching I've ever seen him do was when he did those quarterback things. <laughs> he, the draft. I, I yeah, love the The best coaching he did camp. was on SportsCenter. You're right. Like, those, and it was great. Those were all – I looked forward to him. They tried to redo him this year with um, – what's his face? They were awful. I fell asleep at every single one. Who? Herb Street maybe did it. I'm trying to think who did it. I'll look it up. I they, think you would remember Herb Street. No, I'm pretty sure it was him, and I fell asleep every single episode. And, and, I, and I am like draft dork, and I was like, oh, they're doing quarterback breakdowns? And I was like, holy snooze. But Monday fest. Night Football. Monday Night Football. I mean, abso- ESPN program's great. Yes, I, I, check it out. Monday Night Football absolutely rehabilitated John Gruden's image as a coach Uh, he inherited a really 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 good Tampa Bay team and then they fell on some hard times he had a late push late in his time with the Bucks uh and then took the hiatus did TV we fell in love with him loved his personality loved his (laughs) you know all that weird the the weird exactly we love that stuff and then the Raiders just fell in that trap and that's exactly what happened with Gruden that is a great one and Jeff Fisher I mean was he ever overrated though (laughs) I 
he just kept getting mentioned for Jim. I get what Jim was saying, Jim Stewart, but like, I don't know if he was ever overrated or is always like, why is his name always so coming up for things? I remember when he was a prime candidate for and it was the Dolphins. Street, by the way. Was it Herb Street? Yeah, it was. And oh, you thought it was boring? It wasn't oh, good? Oh, my snooze fest. Wow. Like bad. And I love that stuff. Um, after Tony Sperano was fired, Jeff Fisher was a main target of the Dolphins before they ended up hiring Joe Philbin. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, that would be great. That, I think that's a good hire. But it's me getting just caught up in the name. Like, you just get caught up in the yeah, name. Yeah, and they had 8-8 eight and eight Tannehill to take care of business anyway. So they got to their 8-8 eight and eight anyway. 8-8 <laughs> eight eight Tannehill, that's yeah. your nickname for him? It was Real for, original. It was for a long time. Like, that's what I would call them a lot. Lakers, the LeBron Lakers, are they overhyped? Are they overhyped based on the fact that year three for LeBron, and yes, I know they had a bubble championship last year, but backs are against the wall. Are the LeBron Lakers overhyped, and who are the most overhyped coaches? Brad Stevens? I mean, he's elite-level overhyped. Oh, look at Brad. Look at the boyish young Brad Stevens. Do you think it's the boyish good look? I think it's absolutely the image for sure. And he didn't win a damn thing. Like, not even close. Is Brad Stevens the most overhyped coach? Who's in that pantheon? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Delray. Damon, talk to me. What's up, my buddy? How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. How are you? You do- I'm I'm happy for you, man, with the show and everything. Appreciate you. Hey, um, this yeah, you you guys Warren Sapp. Um, they were they, you guys were talking about Gruden. I saw Warren Sapp, which I try and watch him whenever I can. I love the guy, but he they were interviewing him about you know, and he was said that Tony Dungy was like the genius and yeah. putting that team together and getting them almost there, and that grit and personality of Gruden was just enough to like get him to the promised land in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. But and yeah, you're it. right. Over yeah, overall he's he's very overrated, man. Now like you said, on that quarterback coaching and those things on ESPN, extremely impressive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Extremely impressive. And I just wonder now, just a shout a sh- one well, thing, ahead, buddy. Dude. One last thing. A shout out to our coach the Dolphins, a lifelong Dolphin fan, born and raised down here. I think our coach is the most underrated guy in the NFL. He inherited, I won't use that word, but a, a disaster. <laughs> yeah. And and I don't know who's making those front office moves, but I'm telling you, um, I, I think he deserves a lot more credit than he's getting. And African-American coach as well, you know, showing, you know, that, you know, if you look, you can, you can find some great talent, you yeah, know? Absolutely. And uh, that's Brian Flores. Now, uh, I feel like the overrated tough tough coaching decision by playing rag arm over Patrick. <laughs> Would you stop already? Would you stop now, Brian Flores? I do think now, after two years, and yes, what he did in year one with the Dolphins was uh, absolutely mind blowing. But now, it's sort of hey, we gotta we gotta do something. We gotta. But if make he wins the Super Bowl now. this year and it's in a bubble, it doesn't count, right? Well, it's not going to be in a. But bubble. But if it is, if just, for some no. reason a bubble comes over the Super Bowl. It doesn't count for Cal. I'm not shocked that the ability to have nuance has completely escaped you, Coco. <laughs> it's so hypocritical. Kelovic Alive featuring Coco ah! here on ESPN 106.3. And we are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 21 years at the helm, Dr. Jim Reardon. That is my guy. He understands nuance, and I appreciate him. And he is going to pass on his nuanced takes about the sports business world and help you get a job in the sports industry. It's what he has done for 21 years. No slowing down now. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, they have sent their students into 
professional sports, into big-time college sports, into local sports, local sports commissions. Uh, This is how you get into the sports industry, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for fall semester classes either on campus in Boca or remotely. That's fau.edu slash MBA sport, fau.edu slash MBA sport. I feel sorry for one man Me? in sports. Well, no, I feel sorry for myself when it comes to you. Is Bud Omsman joining us next? Oms Budsman. Look it up in the break. Uh, I feel sorry for one person in sports more than any other, and he went off last night and still took an L. He's Coquel, regrettably. I'm Ken Levick, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE on the... From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Now back to Ken and Coquel. Your lunchtime experience. And last night, I just, I feel sorry for this guy. What more can Damian Lillard do? Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3. Joe Rigotti uh, making sure that things run smoothly as he does. Always in here with us on Wednesday, and we appreciate him. We appreciate you subscribing to the Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to it. Comes right to your phone. It couldn't be any easier. In 2021, we're looking out for you, the fan. If you can't catch us live, you can catch us after the fact, or you can catch us in bits and pieces, which I would recommend because I'm not sure that we're, <laughs> we're, we're good in a full, a, a full sitting, okay? Just trust me. We, uh, we might not be a one-sitting type of show. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Talking overhyped coaches, Brad Stevens, he's one of them. Oh, boy, is he one of them, and he's no longer coaching. He's headed to the front office of the Celtics after winning absolutely nothing but garnering praise every single year he was on the Celtics sideline because he's baby-faced and fresh-faced and that feel-good story out of Butler. Well, he's done now. What an overhyped coach he ended up being. Who's in his neighborhood overhyped? Who is an overhyped coach like Brad Stevens? Past or present? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or tweeted the show at ESPN West Palm. Let's go to Nick. And Nick is in Juno Beach. Nick, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, Nick? Hi. So before I go into the Lakers, I'm going to nominate Jason Garrett. Being overhyped. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, now, the thing with Jason Garrett is he did live a lot of his coaching life under siege, and he had that that, that lifeboat, uh, the the Botoxed Jerry Jones, who was able to keep him afloat, largely because Jerry Jones' face, I think, probably does float. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. But, um, yeah, Jason Garrett, I, I think... I think he probably overstayed his welcome in Dallas more so than being overrated or overhyped, but I think you can make the case. Now, at... In retrospect, Jason Garrett was absolutely overhyped when he was the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys and then was elevated to that role. So, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely give you that. Nick. Jason Garrett was only two and three in the playoffs. Can that be right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like he was coaching way too long to only be two and three. That's terrible. Yeah, he didn't. He, didn't, he really did not make the postseason. He much. is overhyped. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, now he's a now he's a punchline. Sorry, Nick. Uh, so uh, on the Lakers, I didn't mean to take away from your thought. I apologize. No, you're fine. So um, you're talking about LeBron specifically, but yeah. if you look at the whole team last year in the bubble, they they beat Damian Lillard, they beat Jason Harden, or James Harden, and then they beat Jokic and Murray to get to the finals. Like that was a great defensive team. They didn't win because LeBron was, like, rested or whatever. That team was absolutely great defensively. Just like the Heat, I think, in the bubble, mm-hmm. they made it to the finals because they were defensively really, really, really good. So my so, my uh, my affinity to, uh, to sort of knock LeBron, you think that's coming out here, where I think that the, the LeBron Lakers are a bit overhyped compared to what we thought they were going to be. Right, but I think they're not overhyped just because they're such a great defensive team, which is why they won. Also, this year, until both him and AD got hurt, they were the best defensive team in the NBA. It is, look at the numbers. It is increasingly clear, though, that LeBron, those, those Cavs teams, and I know that Kyrie was there, but LeBron can no longer be the guy dragging his team to a championship. It's not going to happen anymore. He's 30-whatever years old. Okay, he can't but, carry bums anymore, and you're going to knock him for that? Name a player. Who is carrying bums to the finals? But I'm, I, Who's carrying bums? Name pr- one player prime, in the league. Prime LeBron was able to do it's it with those Cavs teams. the only player ever, ever oh, to I'm do not that. saying that it's not, but I'm saying those days prime are done LeBron now. Prime LeBron is the only... Jordan never did that. I'm saying those days are done. I'm oh, saying... The, I'm oh not no, saying. So, he, so what? Those days are done. He, He's the only player in the history of the NBA to carry bums like that. Nick, appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I don't know why you're getting so worked up. I'm acknowledging that that is the but case. You're, you're, you're posing but I'm saying it, those the days bitter are done. ex-girlfriend Heat fan, and you was posing it as if that's a slight. No, what I'm saying is that LeBron taking over Tinseltown, heading to L.A. And what a championship in year two! If he leaves, but uh, after winning a championship where no one was able to celebrate it, where they weren't able to maximize him. I celebrated all over my living room, Kenny boy. Okay, leave the Celebrations happen. Leave the sports business discussions to me. The ramifications of him not able to have a parade and the Lakers not able to maximize that for the boardroom presented by the Honda Classic tonight, okay? Because I'm able to expand my horizons and actually talk with nuance about things outside of me. I don't care if the Lakers made more money. The Marlins make money because they don't spend any. Should I be celebrating them? Like, what do you cares if the Lakers made money and they maximized their pro- the Knicks? Then the Knicks, you know what? You're right. The Knicks fans should be flooding the streets because the Knicks are worth more every single year. Every single year, their value goes up. So, Knicks fans celebrate because, according to Ken, that's what matters: not winning a title, just no, your value I, I and, didn't and say being that. able to maximize profit. <sighs> You oh, are such a nerd. You are giving me a headache, man. You are just all over the place. Like you are. You're trying to find reasons to hate on LeBron, and you've gone to it was in the bubble, and nobody got to have a party, and then oh, they didn't get to maximize their profit. Yeah. Like how yeah. is that? A, how is that a rip on a, it being overhyped? They won a title in year okay. two. Okay. They're not even eliminated yet, and Anthony Davis got hurt. If Anthony yeah. if Anthony Davis was healthy last night, that game might not have went that way. Uh, he would have made up for 30 points. Yeah, you don't think they would have played much better? You think they would have fell down 30 if Anthony Davis was No, you're right. LeBron looks like the same guy. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I mean, they're eliminated from the playoffs. Give give Jimmy Butler that four-year extension. Great move. Culture.
I mean, they're, they're going to give it to yeah, him. It's going to work out awesome. That $50 million in year four is really going to pay off. I'm not real sure why this is turning into a Jimmy Butler thing. Like I've never. Why are you comparing Jimmy Butler to Because LeBron? you just praised the Heat bubble all huh? week last week. I had to listen to, oh, or actually earlier this week, oh, don't get mad at the Heat that they got eliminated. That doesn't take Coach away Cal, from the bubble. If you can't understand the nuance of why an aging LeBron with clear injury issues coming off a season where him being injured was the major storyline of the Lakers, him having two months to get himself right before the playoff run, why that wasn't more important to him and them than any other team, that I don't know how to help you. I That's don't know how to help you. You're, cha- you're moving the goalposts every single time. I literally said the same damn thing 20 minutes ago. Open your ears, you psychotic moron. You said the bubble was the reason that they won. That's what you said. And you, you, and the, the championship doesn't count because the no. Lakers didn't make money and people didn't get to put on party hats. That's what you went no, into. You are, you, one, you are not even listening to me, and then you're just... You're just adding words and adding things that I said. You're making things up. I'm not. You didn't just say that they didn't get to maximize the profits and the fans didn't get to celebrate, so it doesn't That's count. That's the first accurate thing that you have. Uh, That's what I just said again. Actually it said I said party hats and making money. It's the same thing. That's the f- I didn't use your nerdy word. That's actually the first thing that you have attributed to me correctly. Good. Good journalism. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at the show at ESPN West Palm. I think the Lakers, uh, the LeBron Lakers, are a bit overhyped. And maybe it's not necessarily LeBron's fault, but you're in year three now, and you're about to get bounced out of the playoffs in year one. Let's go to Pompano. Mark's in Pompano. You're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Mark? How you guys doing? Good, man. I'm good. Living for this. I'm living <laughs> for this conversation right now. It is fueling my morning. <laughs> but, uh, We're here for you. So uh, I'm a diehard Cavaliers fan. There's not many out there. So I was a fan way before Kyrie got there. And I love LeBron. You know, I'm not a follower. But he's definitely decreased. But he's one of those players I would never count out. Yeah, I agree. But personally, Schroeder has not performed very well in the playoffs. I am not very big in putting my trust in Kyle Kuzma. I just don't think... I do think they are slightly overhyped, but like I said, I would never count out LeBron. But that is the not. tough thing, and it has crossed my mind that I may, like a week and a half from now, have to come back on this show and say, uh, I jumped the gun. But I can't deny that the Lakers getting bombed out by 30 last night and LeBron walking off the floor with five and a half minutes left to go. That feels significant. Yeah, I was shocked. Very shocked. Yeah, and appreciate the call, Mark. Thank you. 888-760-3776. They're a worse team, but he's still like I, he doesn't take away from the title last year. You can't minimize no, not, them winning he, the, title. the title. They rightfully no, you, won the title. You minimized. You said him being there was overhyped. You basically took away that title. No, it's the it's the most conducive uh, playoff situation every he's ever te- had. Every team got to rest okay. during that time. Okay. And it was more important to some teams than others. Like that, I don't think like that's a heat. difficult concept to understand. Like the Heat. Why? Why was the bubble? Because one, their guys clearly can't shoot with fans there. And two, Jimmy that Butler, you saw, you saw it. They were. They were nothing. You're they, right. You're right. Shooting percentage. Let's look at Tyler Hero's shooting percentage from last year to this year. The bubble had nothing to do with it. Look at his shooting Get percentage in the regular season Get when there were fans. Here. Like, what are you talking about? There weren't full hey. fans. They just added fans the last month. In the 2019-2020 season, which was the pandemic year that resulted in the bubble, dopey. Dopey, look the at the last shooting. Month. Go ahead, look up the shooting percent. In the break, look up the shooting percentage. Him in the, in the playoffs last year to this year. Look it up. 
Coquel, there was a regular season. There was a regular season and that he was, was played better, with fans. He was better in the bubble. Wait, okay, okay. He wasn't? Okay. Duncan Robinson wasn't better okay. in the bubble? Okay. Jimmy okay. Butler didn't have legs last year because he didn't look like he had legs when Giannis was drubbing him up and down the floor. Okay. And uh, the Bucks got a significantly greater break in the offseason than the Heat did because the Heat actually won oh, and took care oh, of business. Right. Oh, the Heat won. They didn't get a break, so that's an excuse for the Heat. But the Lakers got that long break, right? Oh, no, 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 if you're gonna put, Your no, no, reasons no. only apply for the Heat, not the Lakers. Because the Lakers had to do with the same thing. In fact, theirs is probably longer because they had to party afterwards because they did celebrate a title. Your head is made of spam. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You know what? It depends on the recipe. I've had a fried spam sandwich, and I think that's probably the only way to go with spam. Because it looks gross, and it's got like the little, like, what are the things they put on top of spam to make it look like it's a real meat? Like the little, you know, like the <laughs> yeah, little green yeah. wooden things? Yeah, yeah. I know. It, and sometimes there's like pineapple involved. In Hawaii, spam is actually uh, a base food at restaurants. Is that because they have to, like, ship everything there? And yeah, it is because of the good. military, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, but give it a shot. I, I wouldn't steer you wrong. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is spam good? You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Do you like spam? 888-760-3776. Uh, you know what? what is not good is eating spam in a humid home or apartment. A gross, hot humid apartment you You need to do it with temperature control and if your ac has failed you well i have a solution for you and that is eds air conditioning eds air conditioning uh it's family owned and operated it is 15 years serving palm beach county since 2006 they have been making sure that they take care of you in the south florida heat ac and plumbing services residential and commercial and appointment windows that work around you not eds saying oh we'll come out this time they ask you what time would you like us to come out? And that goes a long way because I'm sick of being held hostage by air conditioning companies. When it's an emergency and my house is hot, that's where EDS comes in. EDS air conditioning, uniform technicians, and a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Call EDS air conditioning at 561 316 8799. That's 561-316-8799. Or go to edsairconditioning.com. edsairconditioning.com. It's EDS. That's a yes to EDS. The guy I feel sorry for. I promise we're going to get to it. Coquel feels sorry for LeBron, clearly. I feel sorry for the man up in the Pacific Northwest who can't stop doing awesome things and keeps losing. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Ken and Coquel like putting things in number order. Order, order, order. Five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the electrical standings. Five through one electrical standings on this Wednesday. Worst burgers. Worst burgers. Five through one. Coquel, go. I'm going to go with a spam burger. Anyone who puts spam on their burger, not a good look. That's number five. I just advised, like, you can give it a shot if it's fried. A grilled spam burger. Don't try (laughs) it. Fried is okay. A portobello melt. Get those mushrooms off my burger. Blue cheese on a burger? No bueno for old coquel. A veggie burger. I'm trying to eat a burger. Like, veggie burger? Like, get out of here. I'm not a rabbit. And then, of course, the last burger of all, a burger with mustard. You can kick rocks, mustard. Really? 
Oh, mustard makes me want to puke. We're not allowed to have it in my house. My wife hates mustard, too, and it drives me crazy. We can't have it in my house. You I can't even it. smell it? Nope. No, I can't have it near me. And I had an ex-girlfriend once, and at Christmas, her grandma was like, can you open this? And it was the mustard, and it was like the worst three minutes of my life opening the jar of mustard. It makes me want to vomit, and it makes my skin crawl. Wow, I always made fun of my wife, but I shouldn't be surprised that... Coquella's your in work, this. Your work wife has the same phone. Yeah, work. yeah. My yeah, my by law wife and my work wife both are absolutely revolted by. I, I think mustard should mustard. be outlawed. Electrical standings five through one. Worst burgers. Five. The pizza burger. Four. Microwavable burgers. Three. Portobello mushroom burgers. Two. Sliders. Just give me a whole burger. Oh, I don't I need little sliders. babies. I don't my need little baby burgers. I sliders. I, I don't, she still holds it against me. I, I, why get a little baby burger if I can get an actual big burger? Okay? Size and, matters. And then, that's right. <laughs> and then, uh, go ahead and save that. And then, the number one worst burger is anything with buffalo sauce. Those are the electrical standings for this Wednesday. Five through one. Worst burgers. Damian Lillard last night. 55 points, 12 threes, a playoff record in the NBA. Uh, He saved the Blazers in regulation, saved the Blazers in overtime. He was so epic. He was so incredible that at one point, Austin Rivers, who had the defensive assignment on Dame Lillard, in the second overtime, Lillard misses a 36-foot three off the front rim, and Austin Rivers literally looked at the sky and prayed and said, thank you, God. That's what the Nuggets defense was reduced to last night. And the Blazers still lost. And now we're backs against the wall, going to a game six in Portland, down three games to two. And when I see this morning the box score, I had seen a little bit of the game last night, but I see the box score, and then I rewatched the overtimes last night. I just kept thinking, man, I just feel... I feel sad. I feel sad for Dame Lillard. Like the, I feel sorry for him. And he has to be the number one pick of the all I feel sorry for that guy team. Because he rarely gets out of the first round. But he is just so epic every time he's in the playoffs. His distance is unstoppable. He can shoot from the half-court logo, but don't step on it. Don't step on it or the Celtics get mad. Um, but he just he's never going to win in Portland. He's never going to win with the Trailblazers. Can't, you can't get anyone to go play there. He, they no. have to draft right. Like I like C.J. McCollum, but when he is your ride or die, you're not winning a he championship. He needs to be like your number four, like your fourth yeah. best player or your and, third maybe. And I think, that, I think that Dame can go somewhere and be the guy, but he needs something better than C.J. McCollum next to him. Yeah, he can be Batman, he but he needs a better Robin. He, he, <laughs> Man, are you? I I love working with you because man, you just love the 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 worst terrible sports analogies. What I would love you, you say? I love you. What I would love you? you. I, I'm just. What, I wanted what, to tell you, you I love you. What are you going to use instead of Batman and Robin? What are you going to use, nerd boy? I'm a one and a two. I don't know. I'm at a one and a two. You're a giant too. <laughs> um, but I just feel so bad for him, and I'm wondering, Dame Lillard, if he's on. This all I feel sorry for that guy team because he's so amazing and he has so many moments and he's so epic game winning shots 40 footers just stone cold moments but he's never going to win who's on there with him 
Who is on your all I feel sorry for this guy team with Damian Lillard? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776-888-760-3776. And then you can tweet at us at ESPN West Paul. This is different than never won a championship, right? Yeah. Because yeah, you go yeah. like a Stockton and Malone, but they had each other. They just didn't win. Yeah, they, they failed. They had opportunities. They got to that point. The thing with Dame is that he can't even... He can't even get to like the Western Conference Finals. Like he's done it. He's done it once. It's it, Dame Lillard has truly been like a first round playoff maniac, but he has lugged this team and created some of these for a first round playoff team. He's created some of the most epic moments that we've seen in the postseason. I mean, him knocking out Russell. And Paul George in Oklahoma City with that 40-foot three to actually get out of a first round. Like, that's amazing stuff. And he's just over and over and over again producing epic, epic moments. But you know he's not going to win anything. Can I go pass player? Yeah, sure. Can I go Patrick Ewing? Patrick Ewing's a good one. Because his and number all I two is Starks. When your number two is John Starks. And I love and, Starks. And you just know that you're going to get bludgeoned by MJ every single time that you get close. In college, too, though. That's the worst part. Like MJ just tormented the dude. Yeah. He could never escape the shadow. He just could not do it. Patrick Ewing's a good one. Uh, who's on the all I feel sorry for this guy team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, uh, Gensuaga tweets, Jacob deGrom is on that team. Yeah. Yeah, he's pitching pretty good. He's, he's pitching pretty good, and he gets no run support ever, 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 ever. And I understand that he's had some winning moments. He's put himself in a position to win something, but I know at now? One, at one point, and I don't know if it's changed in the last few days, but like this week, he had scored as many runs as he had let up. <laughs> like That's nuts. That's nuts. Oh, man. And he cannot get a win to save his life. Like, he legit cannot get a win to save his life because he gets absolutely no runs. I feel like that's go- it's going under the radar because it's the Mets, and the Mets seem to have those generational pitchers every 10 yeah. years well, and that the they Mets don't are- have run support well, for. The, the thing is, the Mets are winning, but Jacob deGrom can't get a win. That's what's incredible about it. And the Mets, nobody's healthy. Do you think it's just pressure now, though, when he pitches like – you know what a oh, pitcher it, it's does again? totally mental. Like when Anthony Young with the Mets, and I don't know if I'm weird reference, but he lost like 20 games in a row, 20 starts in a row oh, the yeah. Mets lost. You could tell the bats had pressure whenever he started. They just couldn't get hits. Now I feel like the bats, when they know DeGrom's pitching, they're trying to overcompensate, and it's just not working The out. DeGrom thing is absolutely. The, the fact that he's only 4-2 and two this year is a travesty. Uh, he has a .71 ERA, and he's 4-2. and two. Like, come on. Uh, but that that it's totally a mental thing. It's a collective team mental thing. Oh, the Mets thing, are in sure. first place? Yes. That's what I said. <laughs> Let's go They're Mets still go. winning despite the fact they've got uh, like 17 players, I think, on the injured list. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me I was a Mets fan? It's ridiculous. And their big free agent acquisition. Lindor has been terrible. Can't right? hit. Yeah. And they're still in first place. It, it, it defies explanation. Uh, Ian Hesta on Twitter. Calvin Johnson. A first ballot Hall of Famer in the I feel sorry for these guys. I go to I don't know the group together. I go to Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. There's a number of Matthew Stafford's probably on this team as well. (laughs) The Lions. I go to the Lions as an organization. Like I just think that they are they are all on that team. When you picture Barry Sanders in your head, what do you picture? 
Uh, him juking bears. <laughs> <laughs> I picture him just running backwards and reversing yeah, field. Yeah. Like constantly. I Against think he, the bears. Half his career was running backwards yeah. and reversing field. I, I, uh, nightmares of him with three tacklers draped on him, spitting out of bears tacklers. Like that's my lasting memory of Barry Sanders twice oh, a year. Donnie Baseball is another one I feel bad for. You think Don Mattingly is the And he had some life? players around him, but like it just... He left as a player. They won the World Series the next year. He joined the Yankees as a coach, left as a coach. They won the World Series the next year. It just didn't, didn't work out. There's there's not many errors that go that long in Yankee history yeah. where you don't win. And for a guy who was that good to not win for that long of a period with the Yankees, it's rough. I think Jim Tomey goes in the all-I-feel-sorry-for-this-guy team, too. Like He was in the uh, World Series a couple of times with the Indians, could never get the job he done. He did not win a championship. Uh-uh. And then he signed that huge free agent deal with the Phillies. They never realized potential. He made one postseason with the White Sox, and then it was just back problems and uh, all-around nice guy, but a generational slugger and never won a championship. And Losing to the Marlins the way the that Cleveland did, like that's the ultimate crotch punch to I lo- a career. I, I love how we evolve quickly to guys who just haven't won a title. I know we definitely. Ty Cobb never won a title, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, he never. Okay, won a title. I don't know. I mean, and he really deserved one. Such a good character. <laughs> yeah, guy like Ty Cobb. Really, really a massive character guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't feel bad for old Ty. No, no. But but Damian Lillard, I think Jacob Degrom, I I really like that as well. And uh, yeah, Calvin Johnson or any insert lion here is probably in that spot for the. I feel sorry for this guy. The all I feel sorry for this guy. What team. about Dame's teammate, Carmelo Anthony? He never yeah. really had help around him either on any of his squads. I mean, th- how do you count Amari? now, but he's not. How do you count Amari? I, but I, don't forget, though, when Amari came from Phoenix and the Knicks signed him, like that was a significant deal. That was, a at the time, like a franchise changing, putting him together with Carmelo. Like That was a big deal. But he was also an often injured guy also. And punching his hand through fire extinguisher glass. Uh, if Udonis did it, you would have called it heat culture, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Who's on the all-I-feel-sorry-for-this-guy team with Damian Lillard and uh, Calvin Johnson and Jacob DeGrom and then the guys who didn't win championships like Jim Tomey and Don Mattingly? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Boca Raton Bowl, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is December 18th, Saturday, 11 a.m. So we're talking... Uh, did we come up with a clever name for this yet? Brunch uh, and Boca. Brunch and Boca. But we need like a football thing too. We'll workshop it. 11 a.m. on ESPN. It's the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. It is official. It is coming. It's the biggest college football event in Palm Beach County. It is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Check out more at RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com. RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com. Are we allowed to drink for that? Uh, once 11 o'clock hits, I think. Hmm. I'm planning on FAU being in it and actually calling the game, so no drinking for me. Yeah, but no one's listening to that. Bro. What's up, Willie Taggart? He's oh, Coquel. Sorry. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel.
All right, just found Esquire wrote an entire piece on the best pork, uh, best spam recipes. Best spam mm. recipes. Glad you spent your break doing uh, construction stuff. <laughs> uh, Ken Alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3, uh, free ESPN app. You can listen to us on your smart speaker, and please subscribe to the podcast and get it wherever you get your favorite podcast. Get it right to your phone every day after we wrap up uh, here on ESPN 106.3. Just want to give a quick shout-out to my friends at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Uh, they put me in my beautiful, blue, outstanding Kia K5 GT. I've got the... A really, really slick Pirelli tires on that baby, and it was raining. It was a really rough ride home yesterday, and those Pirelli tires took care of me. It is a sports car. It's got power to it, but it also helps keep me safe. It's got all the features, and it uh, it, it makes sure that I get my daughters where they need to be. Yesterday was swim practice, uh, so the car's a little messy, but, man, it is slick. But you were right, Coquel. The cool points get taken off when you can clearly see the child seat normally, in the back Normally they do. That car is cool enough to carry it. They pull yeah. it off. Uh, but uh, it's because the, the people at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, uh, most notably uh, Mike and Jorge, they took care of me, and uh, they said, hey, let's put you in an automobile. Let's make it a great experience. They did make it a great experience. They're going to do the same for you. They want to put you in an automobile. They have their credit clinic on site at Greenway Kia, West Palm beach you cannot beat it let them put you in an automobile why because they want you to drive off the lot in a car it's not disingenuous they want you to keep coming back kia greenway kia west palm beach greenway kia west palm beach.com uh spam sliders uh coquel okay give that a shot mm-hmm. uh spam fried rice yeah it's fine because it's probably healthier than the meat that's in whatever i get from the chinese food place uh do you like sushi no no, you're not a sushi guy? No, it sounds healthy. Rigotti, thumbs up uh, if you're a sushi guy. Yeah, so they say put some Spam with sushi as well. You would get that in Hawaii. Do we have to cook the Spam, or is that raw too, like the sushi? No, I believe you cook the Spam. I don't think... So is it still sushi Here's my. I'm gonna. I'm just going to make an executive call here. <laughs> if anyone thinks about eating raw Spam, I would advise against that. But then is it still sushi? No, well, the sushi, what makes sushi sushi is that the fish is raw. It has nothing to do with the add-on Yeah, I mean, you can't spam. cook the things around it and then still call it sushi and mix it together. Yes, you can. It's not sushi. Wait, a guy who doesn't like sushi is going to give tips on what denotes sushi or not. Cooked that you spam realize how- mixed with dead fish is not sushi or Amelia should be eating. Just, just throwing it out there. Like, let's not find dead fish. Throw some spam inside. Yum, yum. If you don't like sushi... You cannot make the declaration about what sushi actually is. There are plenty of sushi dishes where there is cooked meat alongside the raw fish, which is the definition of sushi. Clearly, I can just did. <laughs> but you're wrong. That's what I'm telling you. You are wrong. Um, uh, but uh, Oh, and Spam Chili. Spam Chili. Are you a chili guy? Uh, more now than I used to be because I like more spicy food this time. Okay. But it has to be like spicy, spicy chili for me to get it. So in conclusion, I would give the Spam a shot, but don't eat it raw. <laughs> don't eat it raw. You can eat it with raw fish, but I would But stu- it's not called sushi. Okay, fine, whatever. So we, in your spot, though, if you're if you're easing into the Spam world, go fried first. A fried Spam sandwich, you really can't go wrong. You can put cheese on it. Uh, you could make it a slider. Like, do that. What kind of meat is Spam? It's like a pork hybrid. What do you mean it's like a, hi- what, a hybrid? It's more it's, than one animal? To my understanding, it is It is like a pork. It's it's So it's pig. It's like all the yeah, terrible. Yeah, it's pork something, but it's also got a ton of salt in it, and that helps it retain the liquid and the water, which is why you can store spam for a long, long time, and it's still good. I wonder if Mr. Wiggles is spam now, the pig I raised. 
Oh, at the uh, South Florida Fair? Yeah. yeah I oh, hope not. Poor, poor That'd guy. be a sad story if you got to know those pigs and now they've been slaughtered. And I saw the guy who did the pig race, by the way. I went to the fair on Sunday, and I saw him there, and I was like, hey! And he's like, blew me off and thought he was too cool for me. <laughs> you got big time? Yeah! You got big time by the organizer of the South Florida Fair wife. pig races. Oh, oh no. tiny. Come on, man. I thought we were boys. I, I was ready to introduce my kids to the pigs. That turned was, into a real looked at me like I was sad a weirdo. story. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. But women fighting bears! We'll we'll talk about the bear fighting right, tomorrow. tomorrow. And I don't think it was that actual, actually a fight. It was like self-defense. She attacked the bear. The bear was on <laughs> self-defense. Your view of the world is really off. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick, and we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye.